Yo, yo, yo! <laughs> Welcome to our sixth episode of Tea Time with Alien Brianna. Um, it's been an interesting week with us. I started full season training with weights and two-hour practices, and it's been, I'm a little sore. Just a wee bit. It's fine. <laughs> and Ailey woke me up from a really deep nap almost. Or, like, yeah, I walked I, in and she was just like laid out on her bed. <laughs> didn't really know where I was happening. But yeah, we had a good week. We had Friday night. It was a nice night. We had a night on the town. I like to call it. I wanted to be a little classy. <laughs> and I even dressed up for it, even though I, and I made Ailey dress up for it too, but no one else did. And we had like a bunch of group of us from crew. We just walked around downtown. We walked up here. We saw it, where Ailey, her favorite place, if you shout out to episode one. Yeah. Um, what, and that's the courthouse. The courthouse, most glorious place on this planet. <laughs> Gorgeous. If anyone has the opportunity to go to the Marquette County Courthouse, do it. It's so pretty. And they also filmed a movie there. Fun fact. Which movie? Making, no, Anatomy of a Murder. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Um, yeah, and then we walked around. We, I wore heels for the first time. Heel booty things. They made my feet hurt, and I have a blister. And then I made people carry me around because my feet hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. I was wearing heels too for the first half. Then we walked. When we walked to the pier, I took them. We both took them off. So we didn't want to be walking the pier in heels. Like we just didn't think that was smart. And then one of Bree's teammates wanted to, like, we decided to race each other on the bike path, but I was barefoot. First of all, he destroyed me. He's this really crazy, good, like, Belgian swimmer. <laughs> Did I say that right? Belgian? Bulgarian man. No, Bulgaria is a different country. No. no. Belgium and Bulgaria are two different countries. Wow, I'm gonna have to text him right after this and figure this out. I did not know. <laughs> no, you don't have to. No, Bulgarian is for Bulgarian people from Bulgaria, and then Belgian people are from Belgium. Wow. Anyways, her, her Belgian teammate on the swim team, yeah, destroyed me in a race, and then my feet were destroyed. So then one of our friends, Ari, carried me the rest for yeah, we a made while. Him, the my teammate, carry us. And then I made another dude, one of the guys carry me because I just couldn't. I was like, it was also dark. I was like, ow, 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 ow. And then like, I know Carson was like, quit complaining. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a nice week. It was, the leaves are changing here. It's just beautiful. My favorite time of the year right now because it's not cold and it's so beautiful. So love it. Love it. So. All right. So for this week, we have a dear friend of ours. She is a year below me so she's Brianna's year mm-hmm. um and yeah so she's been involved in crew since her freshman year and she's a really really cool story that I think a lot of people can like learn from and a lot of people can just kind of appreciate I guess um and she talks just as much as me so I appreciate that so much I don't know about that much <laughs> our guest today is Kelly hi also you guys just a little behind the scenes You'll know how hard it was to keep my mouth shut during the whole Belgian Bulgarian thing. There are two different parts of the like continent, Brianna. No way. They're completely not. different parts. I thought, okay, Belgium is in Europe. Okay, I just learned where it is on the map. Where so. did you think Bulgaria was? In Europe. 
They it are. is a hero. Next to it. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I just had to add that in. You guys should have seen my faces, but yeah. If there's anyone that. listening from those two countries, We're Brianna sorry. apologizes. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> So, so Kelly, tell us a little about your about yourself. What's your like major? All this other cool jazz. She's a cool major. Oh my. Well, um, <laughs> so hi. If you didn't already catch my name, I'm Kelly. Um, I'm a junior and I'm a graphic design major. Um, crap, I don't she know what some cool stuff. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, I've been in Korea, like they said, since freshman year. Made a lot of fun friends. Where are you from? Um, oh, Berkeley, Michigan. So if you're a Detroit native, you know where that is. Like, I thought there was only a Michigan. Berkeley, like California. No, there's a Berkeley, Michigan. <laughs> you there's know a lot there's a lot of states that have similar city names, right? Yeah, they look that creative, do they? <laughs> Makes me sad. We should run the country and give it cool names. Well, I'll find my new career. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Everyone um, knows I would love to be president, so I can get behind that. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I would have, that'd be interesting. <laughs> I would just stop there. Um, so reason why we really wanted to have Kelly on this week is because Sorry. she went on a summer mission and um not I'm su- I wish this summer I was supposed to go on a summer mission, but unfortunately got canceled. And next summer I'm looking forward to go to one, hopefully. And it's just both Ailey and um, Kelly have gone on one. So I'm just going to be asking them some questions. Well, Ailey's gone on two. Sorry. Oh, uh, forgive oh. me. But she's gone on two. Um, I'm just going to be asking some questions to, like about their experiences, what they went. Because from what I hear, summer missions can are so life-changing. They strengthen in your relationships with other people, broaden your horizons, help you grow in your faith, teach you so many lessons. Um, and it's just so cool that they went on one. So I'm just going to be asking them some questions about where they went. Um, we'll go you and then you answer the question after her. So Kelly, where did you go? And like, how did you come to the point of deciding to go on a summer mission? Okay. And why, why did you choose that one? Um, so I went the summer after my freshman year of college. Um, I went, excuse me. Um, I went um, on the Badlands summer mission, and that was in Medora, North Dakota, um, and that was a 12-week mission, um, and the reason I wanted to go was because I was a new Christian at the time, and you're like, why would you want to do such a big commitment um, if you're such a new Christian? Um, well, honestly, it was because I didn't grow up in a Christian home, and I knew that I wanted, I was so excited about starting, like, you know, my journey, having a relationship with Christ, and I wanted to keep that going. Like, I really wanted to have, like, a strong Christian community to encourage me. And also, I really wanted to tell everyone about the good news, which sounds really mm-hmm. cheesy, but, like, it's really cool. It, it, fe- mm-hmm. it felt so fulfilling, and I wanted everyone to feel the same way I felt when I came to Christ. Mm-hmm. Not that, like, it's about me, but you know what I mean? Like, I just really wanted other people to have that joy and that yeah. life that you get when you become a Christian. So. Mm-hmm. That made me really want to go. Mm. And so why did you choose the Badlands? Um, okay. Um, don't use this reason, but it ended up being for the good because God has a plan. Um, I went because it was the longest and also the cheapest. 
And also, I it was a part of the country I never would have thought I wanted to go to because like North Dakota, like you don't really hear people being like, "I've always wanted to go." So <laughs> yeah, no, no offense to North Dakota people, I love your state. I was gonna say country, my bad. Um, <laughs> I'm not from Indiana. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I wanted to go because I'm like, you know, I'm a very like adventurous person. So I wanted to like go somewhere. I want to challenge myself, basically. Yeah. So mm. yeah, that's my reason. Okay, Ailey, your second one. No, first and second. So you do you talk about how you want to talk about this? You yeah. Know the so questions. I so I went to Detroit <laughs> after my freshman year. Um, so Detroit summer mission, and that was four weeks. And honestly, I genuinely can't explain to you how I picked that one. I just remember Dave and Sue are like northern staff, like team leaders. They told me and another girl on Northern's campus, hey, we're going to Detroit. You guys should too. And I was already looking at summer missions. I knew I wanted to go on one, but I was thinking like elsewhere than my own state. But I literally, I don't even, I think it was the Holy Spirit. I was just like, Let's just apply for this and go. And so I applied and then I went. So I can't explain to you why I chose that one. Mm-hmm. I think probably because I had can, I, I had a classmate there and then I also had two of my team leaders. So I think it was a little more comfortable. Um, also, I'm from a small town of 700 people. It's not even a town. It's a village. So Detroit was a culture shock for me. Um but yeah, and then the second one I went on was after my sophomore year, and I knew I wanted to go on another summer mission because, yeah, Detroit was so life-changing, um, but I wanted to go on a longer one, and I definitely wanted to go on one, like, out of the country, and I I can't think my, like, geographical range was, like, the West, um, so I was looking at ones, and I came across the... Uh, Rocky Mountain Summer Mission. No, was that what it was called? Is that those Rocky Mountains? Smoky Mountains. Um, no, Rocky. Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. Um, <laughs> Watch this all be wrong. <laughs> no, what was it called? It was not There's Rocky. only one national park one, and that's Yellowstone. Yeah. So I don't know. Is Rocky Mountains a national park? No, I think it's called the Rocky Mountain Summer Mission. And it, yeah. And, okay, staff is saying yes, it is. Um, uh, our live studio audiences. Yeah, our live studio audiences. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so when I looked at the Rocky Mountain Summer Mission, it, so for those of you who don't know, I don't know how to explain this, but the crew has their staff conference out there every two years. And so when the staff are all getting trained, it's like a two month like thing. And then they need childcare, obviously, for their kids during the day. So this summer mission was geared towards like getting people to come to do childcare. And for those of you who don't know, I love children. I love working with them. I've worked in a school for a couple of years. I nanny for a family. I absolutely love kids. So I was like, oh, this will be perfect. Like it's in the West, which is what I wanted out in Colorado. It's longer. It was seven weeks. And then it was working with kids. Um, So that's how I chose my second one. And that one was quite a process because I had to not only get accepted to the actual summer mission, but I had to get hired by crew like themselves. So technically, I was a crew employee for seven weeks. Fancy. Yeah. Look at you. So my next question for you guys is, what did you guys 
do? Like, what was, for people who don't really know what Summer Mission could be, Mm -hmm. just kind of give it an overview and, like, how you, what you did while you were there. That that makes sense. If you follow me. Um, I'm glad you asked that because a lot of people are confused. Like, when they think Summer Mission, they think of going to, like, Ghana or, like, you know, that kind of thing, which is obviously important. I'm not saying, you know, that's not. And you could go there. You can. Yeah, there's international ones. Yeah, Yeah, there's international ones, all different kinds of ones, you know, we're doing stuff like that. But in statewide ones, or at least the one that I went to, it's more focused on ministry. So um, we all had our different jobs. If you're not familiar with Medora, I know who it was before I went. Um, it's basically their version of Mackinac Island. It's like this touristy cowboy town. They have a musical. That's so cool. Every day. I love that. <laughs> and they have a pit to board fondue, which is not even real fondue. They just give you steaks and like they have a buffet. But it's, it's I might just live there. Oh yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I loved it. Like it was amazing. Um, if you can go, you should go. But. Okay, yeah, so we all had different jobs there. And um, my job was working at the call center, which was miserable, but everything else was fun, so it was fine. And I made really good relationships there. But the basis of it was that you would have, we would have different events every week. Um, So every day we were doing something with ministry. Um, One day we would have like a game night with all of the, um, like all of the other coworkers in an effort to, you know, eventually share the gospel with them and have relationships with them um and then other nights we would have like bible studies that we would host and there was a lot of international people working there too so there was people from all different kinds of the world that don't even know who jesus is or what christianity the first thing about christianity um so you were just the main focus basically was trying to um share the gospel with co-workers I feel like mm-hmm. I said that a lot, but yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it was really cool. So could you have, you worked at like a, as a telecom person, uh, could yeah. you have had a different, like everyone from your summer mission, did they all have the same job as you, or did you guys spread out within the community? Oh, we spread out, um, they, because you had to get hired by um, the Theodore Roosevelt Foundation or whatever that's under, um, we started by Theodore Roosevelt National Park, so you had to get hired by them, and they would choose your job for you. And you could change it, but I was, I didn't change mine. So, yeah. So there was people that were working, like, in laundry. There were maids. There were golf course people. There everything. Retail people. Mm-hmm. We were spread out everywhere. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. What about you, Ailes? Yeah, so the Detroit Summer Mission was focused. So it was only four weeks. So it was kind of hard to, like, get a job for four weeks because, I mean, who's going to hire a bunch of college students for a month? Um, so our focus was ministering to Wayne State University, um, cause we were staying right on that campus. Mm. So two days a week, we would go out and share the gospel with people. Um, and then the other two days of the week, we would have like ministry sites we went to. So half the group went to this place called, um, uh, it's like, what is it called? It's it's like a town within Detroit. Mexican town? No, 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 no. It's the Muslim town. Dearborn? No. That's, that's totally different. What um, is it called? It's like a funky name. I know and nothing all, about downstate. I barely no. know stuff about Wisconsin yeah. UP. <laughs> no, it, has, it has all the Arabic signs. 
I don't know. It's like a, like a neighborhood within Detroit. I feel like I would know it. I'm going to remember after this. Meeting. I know. I'm going to, I'm going to remember know. afterwards. I'm going to, yeah. um, I'm a monster. I don't even know my own city. Well, I don't, funny. it's a super, anyways. So we would go and it's, it's a town within Detroit and it basically all the signs are in Arabic and yeah, there's Muslims everywhere and everyone's wearing like the classic, like, um, garb that Muslims wear. Uh, five times a day, they have a call for prayer, um, like reverberating through the city. So it's kind of, it's, it's like you're in the Middle East almost when you go over there. And so we would go to this place and we would, it was like a gym for like female Muslims. And we would just like kind of minister like in any way they needed there. Um, Mm -hmm. And Detroit was interesting because it was hard because there's a language barrier with Muslims. They were all speaking Arabic. And so some days my ministry days literally looked like me just sitting, reading my Bible, like at the front door, hoping that someone would like see me reading my Bible and like have questions or something. So some days it was really, really slow. Um, And then the, the three days we had one day off and then we had another day where we would go out and help the community. So we would like feed the homeless um, and do other like volunteer projects like that. Like I remember I helped Dave Michaels pave a road or like patch holes in a road, which is something if you guys knew me, you would know that I don't do physical activity or manual labor. So that was very difficult. But so that was like, so the whole purpose of Detroit was like, basically like going into the community and just kind of sharing the gospel. And then with Colorado, it was ministering to like crew families. Cause I think people look at crew families and think, Oh, they're perfect. Like, Oh, they have all their support raised. You know, they have a cute little family, you know, they're sharing the gospel. They must be perfect, but there's actually a lot of problems within crew families that, Similar to like a pastor's family. Like I feel like sometimes pastors have to like put on this image that like everything's perfect. And I think it's the same with crew families. Um, So like, yeah, we would just kind of love on their kids throughout the day and then just kind of show the parents that like we're there for them. We see them, we see their struggles. Um, But yeah, that was kind of the purpose of Colorado. Okay. So a next question I have for you guys is, what's one lesson that you learned like the biggest I'm sure you learned so many things and so like it's really going on in summer I think the first like Grant I can't speak for this but this is how I imagine it would be okay sorry to interrupt the town is called Hamtramck I did not even put two and two together yeah sorry so Hamtramck (laughs) is like the Muslim city within Detroit okay anyways continue okay sorry (laughs) um they um it's a big step on your faith and just being at somewhere that you've never been before probably and the ways that you grow from it is probably like you can't it's probably it's so big and so impactful so like what's one big lesson and I'm sure you have many but what's one big thing that you learned and helped you on going on a summer mission um I mean, I learned a lot, but I would say I think the biggest one is that Jesus shows himself in many different ways. Hmm. And um, I don't know. I had a lot of opportunities to 
talk to people I never otherwise would have talked to. You know, I have like friends from like Uzbekistan and Malaysia and like all these different countries. Some of them it's illegal to be Christian. Like you, if you get are carrying a Bible, you get persecuted, that sort of thing. Um, and I just learned that um, a lot of people are interested, even if they don't show it necessarily. Um, because I'm thinking of one instance in particular, um, there was this guy, I was sitting at a table and he was in law school. So you can imagine pretty argumentative and he, um, we were all sitting with our crew friends and he was like arguing with us basically about our beliefs. Um, and he was being really hostile and just, you know, wasn't willing to listen to us and that sort of thing. We were just trying to give him like answers to his questions. He was just like having a hard time specifically with like, you know, the whole, um, you know, non-believers going to hell sort of thing. And I think at first I saw it as like, oh, you know, he's just so like, he's a jerk. Like, mm. but I feel like it was Jesus showing himself in that um, it was, there was some sort of interest in him if he was really that angered by it. So I guess it was Jesus like challenging him, if that makes sense. So he shows himself in many different ways I never otherwise would have thought of before. Um, it's really opened my mind to that, that, you know, God's everywhere, even when it seems like, you know, he's not, I guess, if that makes sense. But, yeah. yeah. What about you, Ely? Um, so for Detroit, my main takeaway was just the value of humility. Um, I think beforehand I was quite arrogant, but I didn't see my arrogance. Um, but in Detroit, you really, like, I was humbled over and over and over again whether it was by, you know, the people that we were, you know, feeding on the streets or whether it was like my roommates um, on Wayne State campus. Um, so, yeah, I was just humbled over and over again. And I think when you're kind of at a place where you can see that it's God working through you, I think like he gets so much more glory than compared to like when I'm you know, super full of myself and mm. kind of arrogant. Um, and then I think for Colorado, kind of a similar thing, but Colorado, we had really long days. We were going from 530 to 1030 every single day, except for Sunday. Um, and eight of those hours were with one-year-olds. I Like I was placed in the one-year-old's room. Um, so it was really tough. It was really long. We biked nine miles a day. Um, so really, like for me, I think for I think for everyone on the mission, actually, like we couldn't do those long days without Jesus. Like it was truly like we had to rely on God. Like there was no other way. Otherwise, we would have just fallen asleep, like on the bike or taking care of a kid. Um, yeah. And just like having patience with the kids, like when you, you're having these long days and you're getting no breaks, um, I think just, yeah, the value of just being patient with the kids and with your coworkers and with the people that you're on mission with. I think that was really important to have patience. And yeah, coming away from that, I just value time so much more and I value patience so much mm -hmm. more. Um, I should probably yeah. then go on that one because <laughs> patience is a struggle. I always... Me too. For a lot of people. It's hard. <laughs> yep. Like so now we're going to get into the juicy stuff. Oh. I, <laughs> I, what are some fun memories or fun stories or just 
a crazy time from yours. There were a lot. I mean, I can't imagine seeing cowboys every day. Wow, that seems so fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, what I can think of, we went on, as you can probably imagine, we're right by a national park, so like, duh, we're gonna take a lot of hikes, okay? Um, we decided one Wait. day. Oh, Badlands. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah. Um, so we decided one night on a very rainy, thunderous night. I'm saying that like Edgar Allan Poe. But anyway, um, yeah, on this rainy, thunderous night, we're like, you know what? Let's go on a camping trip in the park. So we did that, and we're all in this big tent, and we have like international students with us, and like the thunder's roaring and everything. We're all joking with each other, and it's all fun. Um, and we hear like, or no, never mind. Multiple stories conflicting my mind. Anyway, um, so basically, um, <laughs> there's like all the thunder going on. We think we hear a bear, but we go out and there's like this because you know, like with bison, we uh, Michiganders may not be familiar with this, but if you put out your thumb and you can see the bison, you're too close, and the bison's probably gonna come after you. Oh well, this bison was like pretty close, like dangerously, and we, we were worried it was gonna like run after us. So we're all like, ah, like freaking out. Um. <laughs> So we like to say we were all going to get pummeled by a bison, so that was fun. But that was a really fun night. Saying it, it sounds not eventful, but it was crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, I have – well, so from Detroit, me – so, backstory. We have this fridge in our apartment that would always leak water. And so in the morning when we would get up – our bread would be all soggy. Like everything was wet in the fridge. And I'm a problem solver, okay? So I'm like, I'm going to fix this fridge myself. But once again, I don't do manual labor. I don't know how anything works. I can't change a light bulb. So, but I'm going to fix this fridge, okay? And so I go in there and I'm trying to figure out what's wrong. Obviously, I have no clue what's going on. One of the staff members, one of the crew staff members comes in. His name's Fong love Fong, but he came in and he's like, oh, I'll help. And he was a mechanical engineering student. Um, so we're like, oh, of course, like Fong will know what to do. And so it was me and my roommate Carly and my roommate Caitlin and some other people. And so we're trying to fix this fridge. And we, we had a party prior to this in our apartment with everyone. You know, we had games going on and everything. And so Fong, what he did, he got it up. He found where the leak was coming from. It was like this hole that was supposed to, be, supposed to be blocked off, but it wasn't. And so he took all the streamers down from the apartment and shoved it into a ball and stuck it down in the hole. And he puts it back and then closes the fridge and we're like, oh, it's fixed. You know, the next morning our bread is dry. You know, everything's good. Well, we get down to like, it was, I think it was a weekend. So we were going out to do like stuff with the homeless or something. And, you know, we're telling the whole group what happened. And, like, after everyone left the party. And we tell one of the team leaders, like, what happened. And she's like, guys, I can catch on fire. And we're like, it's a fridge. It's cold. No, it can't. Like, what do you mean it's going to catch on fire? And so she kept saying, like, you guys got to go take that out. Like, that's paper can catch on fire in a fridge. And we're like, once again, Amy, it's cold in there. It's not going to catch on fire. And so... We come home, and currently my roommate was like, Ailey, it smells smoky in here. And I was like, oh, shoot. And so we start looking for, like, the fire, and she opens the freezer door, and just smoke all comes out. 
And at first we were like, like we were trying not to freak out. Sometimes, I mean, like, you know how like fridges can like have smoke or whatnot. I don't know if that's normal. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so yeah, then like, like then it was very obvious that it was on fire. So we run and get Fong. Fong rips out like the base layer and then he grabs out the streamers and they're like all melting, like on fire. So we set our fridge on fire. Um, oh, solid. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You could never make fun of me for leaving the oven on now. <laughs> that was and pretty crazy, though. I can't believe it. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh. I, it was an interesting time showing that, telling my mom that. <laughs> and should I tell the sprinkler story? We'll pass on that for today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my craziest story in Colorado is a, this what we call the sprinkler story. However, the, I'm not going to tell what happened, but I will say the people that I was with during the sprinkler story are like some of my best friends now. Like we FaceTimed before I came here. So when you go on certain missions, you truly like have a community within all that the believers. That was my next question. Yeah, no, like we all still have a group chat. We never shut up. It's yeah. so fun. Oh, I, I love that. Crazy. Oh, I love that. Well, guys, like... I can tell that God did amazing things with you guys going on mission trips. I am so, so jealous and so, like, excited and want to go on one now. Like, oh, school. But <laughs> one last question before we end. Would you recommend going on a mission trip? Yes. 100% yes. Uh-huh. Oh, there you heard it from them, folks. They recommend it. So It'll change your life and it'll change, like, yeah, it'll just change everything about you. It will. It'll be the best summer of your life. Literally, none compare now. Yeah, right. Aww. So yes, you have to go. Wow, so cool, gooseies, gooseies, my friends. <laughs> well, sign our friends. We shall catch you on the flippity flip. Bye. Bye, guys.